welcome back to the Sing My Bed podcast. My name is Nicole Klein, and it's been two weeks, and it's been quite an eventful two weeks. Um, for starters, we have the Jewish holiday of Shavuos, which, I mean, normally I would go into a little bit more detail, and maybe towards the end I will, um, but there's a lot that's happened since the last podcast, so I really just want to, like, jump into it. Um, so, as I told you guys last time, I've been trying to figure out next year's schedule with three, maybe four schools, um, you know, trying to consolidate between the school I work in full-time, quote-unquote, the school I work in when I have time, the school I'm supposed to be starting next year, and the school that was brought up as an option. Um, and I was, and I didn't really want to leave the school where, quote-unquote, I work full-time, um, if I didn't have to, like, I don't feel married, like, I'm okay with leaving, but I don't want to if I don't have to, um, but then the principal called me over, and he's like, oh, um, we're not hiring you back for next year. And I was like, oh. And he's like, yeah, you know, as the school grows, like, we have the opportunity to really grow. And we want, you know, people with more experience. Which was basically his way of saying that, like, you aren't marketable. Um, and, you know, he's like, you know, it's really nothing you did. Like, if you ever need a reference. And I was like, and I told him shit. I was like, I didn't, I didn't tell him that I had another top anyway. I was like, you know, to be honest, I was trying to figure out my plans for next year anyway. You know, um... It's really not bearing a grudge. Like, it's just one thing off my plate. Like, he's like, oh, okay, like, whatever. Like, I would have much rather had the option to be able to come back if I wanted to. Like, even though I was 95% going to quit, I still don't want to be fired. Like, just because you don't want to go to a party doesn't mean you don't want to be invited. But, I mean, to be honest, like, it's really just one less headache that I have to worry about. Um, so, now I can really just divert all my attention towards the school I'm, uh, starting at next year that I made a commitment to. Plus, now the school that I work at part-time, again, quote-unquote, even though I spend more time than I do at my full-time, quote-unquote, job, um, I went to the principal, I was like, look, like, as of now, my schedule is that I don't start at this other high school until practically when you guys are dismissing. So you can have me, like, if you need me, you can have me pretty much almost all day next year. She goes, oh, that's great to know. Like, as opposed to, like, this temporary stuff, you know, actually get you on payroll. It's supposed to constantly filling out subforms. I'm like, yeah, yeah, for sure, whatever. Um, so that's to do with that. I'm finishing out the school year, and then I'm done with this school. Like, this kind of just my first teaching job. I got it right after leaving NYU. Uh, it, I was, like, a ground floor member. I mean, I'm still going to be a ground floor member for this coming uh, school, but now it's, like, starting all over, um, which is almost how I think about grad school, like, as of now, I'm I'm just about done this semester, I have two papers and a quiz left to take, um, and then after Tuesday, I'm fully done with the semester, but grad school will be another two years, I have two years left till I graduate with my bachelor's, and then grad school will be another two years, it'd be like, oh, four years till I graduate with my master's degree, but thinking about it as four years makes me, think about it in the same vein as when I was first starting college, like four years to go type of thing. I mean, I got it down to three and a half, but I mean, like master you know, grad school isn't a decision I have to make for another two years, really. Um, and it's much shorter than college. I mean, than undergrad. Um, but it's just like thinking about it as four years, like to me, it feels like starting over in a sense, just because it's for it's the it's that four year time frame to that i uh, way of thinking that 
um, is really interesting. Um, for my brother is graduating high school this year, and the school where I am, quote, like I said, quote unquote, part time, um, their graduation is so their graduation is the fourteenth. My brother's is the fifteenth. So I told my full time boss that I wouldn't be coming in the fourteenth or fifteenth. So you know, not to schedule my final for those days. Um, and he's just like, we might be done finals already by then, which is great. I mean, it's kind of early, but they, so the thing about Jewish high schools is some of the really, uh, religious ones, so to speak, um, sometimes have a, an 11th month of school where it's just Hebrew studies. Um, and, or they have a camp that's just for their students and where all their students go. Like it's kind of an unwritten rule that if you go to the school, you're going to that camp for summer just so that during the summer you're not going into an environment where it's reflecting poorly on the school's ideals you're not coming back in september um in a mindset that they don't approve of do i think it's a little controlling and totalitarian maybe um but at the same time like if you're going to this kind of school you're okay with that like you want that environment so you're okay with having that environment year-round um let's just say that as a student i wouldn't have gone there but you know to each his own clearly have enough of an audience for it so um you know as they say in hebrew kal hakavod which means like all the honor like do whatever you want like as long as you're enjoying yourself you're not getting hurt whatever um over the holiday of shavuos which was uh it started sunday night and ended tuesday night um i got to see so my sister brother-in-law and nephew had come in for that Shabbos, and then they were staying locally for the holiday, so I ate a meal with them the Tuesday afternoon um, at my father's apartment. Uh, his wife was there, his mother was there, and my youngest brother and I walked in for the meal. Uh, so I got to see my nephew a whole bunch, which was great, because he is amazingly adorable, uh, and his vocabulary is growing like crazy. Um, my f- favorite new phrase of his is he says, what did you do? Like, what did you do in like a, an awestruck tone, even though he has no idea what he's saying. He goes, what did you do? Like, he doesn't know what it means. It's just amazingly adorable. Um, in the, like I said, part-time school, um, there were two instances that kind of stuck with me this week. The first one was I was um, supervising a, seventh grade baseball um game the teacher had given them a free period but she had to leave early and i was just sticking around so i was covering her class um and they asked me to ump because i was sitting there anyway so i was like sure why not then one of the players was kind of taunting the kids on his team and the other team and so i went to him after i was like dude that was kind of rude like you know you could like just because it's a game doesn't mean you have to be like disrespectful he goes who should i have respect for a 19 year old meaning me and kids who after next year i'm never going to see again and i was like yeah like it was cynicism that i hadn't heard before from him like i'd known him for a little while and he always seemed like a happy friendly kid and so i was like something going on with him like whatever because i tend to jump to the worst possible like the three d uh no, I'll call it three d's even though it's only two d's and something else but other you know, death divorce or abuse you know, so like the major things, I also probably watch way too much TV, but that's besides the point. Um, but also, like, I'd rather worry about them and not have them be present than have them be present and not worry about them. Um, and then that was Wednesday. Thursday, 
I tried calling him over, and he's like, I don't need a Musser schmooze. Now, for those who don't know, Musser is, I'm not sure the exact definition, but it's really just like, it's like, uh, hum- it's kind of like a way of being, but also like humility, like, it's just like a, like, this is what you should be doing, and you're not. I mean, not always is it you're not, but more often than not, if you get one, it's that you're, you're not. And he's like, I don't need a musher schmooze, and walked away. Now, I was tacking, like, what I was giving would count as a musher schmooze. Schmooze means a speech, or to conversation. Um, it would count as, as a musher schmooze, but, so I, but I caught him with him later. I was like, I totally wasn't going to give you, like, do I look like the type of person who would give you a musher schmooze? And he goes, you totally were going to, like, don't even try me. Uh, kind of like laughing at it, but almost like sardonically. And I started thinking, like, I really hope, I don't hope that he's going through something, but I hope that this is temporary caused by some external factor, as opposed to this being his true personality and all the times he was like nice and friendly with just him putting on airs. Like, that'd be a lot worse. Um, so Thursday, when I went to do carpool for my neighbor, I saw his brother who's in eighth grade this kid's in seventh grade his brother's in eighth grade and i called him i was like what's going on with your brother he goes how should i know i'm like you live with the kid and he goes what do you mean like like what do you mean what's going on and i was like, oh like he was kind of like flip and kind of like rude um and he goes oh he was probably joking i was like yeah he was laughing but like just making sure like nothing's like you don't know anything you don't do you know of anything he's like i don't know of anything i was like okay and i hated to do that because you don't want to cast suspicion on someone if nothing's really going on um and if someone something is going on, you might not be, you might not want anyone to know about it. Like, where do you draw the line between what someone wants and what someone needs? Like, I think that's like I think about like addicts. Like, if they aren't ready to get healthy, you can't help them, but you also can't supply them with drugs. But then you also can't be near them because either they're gonna be doing drugs or wanting drugs. It's just like. How do you draw a line between what they want and what they need and wanting to be someone to give them what they want and also wanting to be someone who gives them what they need? Like, it's going to be such a difficult situation. Um, I'm not a licensed therapist. So I don't know what the right call is in that situation. Like, when does it stop becoming short-term helpful and start becoming long-term harmful? Um, another situation that, uh, stuck with me was I was working with a sixth grader and he had recently gotten glasses. Um, and he asked, and in the middle he asked me, oh, like, do you think my lenses are too big? And I said, well, personally, I don't think so. Um, I think they look nice, but what's more important is what you think. And he goes, well, I liked them when I got them, but then this other kid said that they were too big. And now I'm like, what if they are? What if everyone's thinking that? And I was like, oh, this is his introduction into being self-conscious and also a good crash course for uh, self-confidence. And I said, look, do you care about this kid? And he goes, no, because I know this kid, he tends to be pretty, uh, I don't want to say blunt, but he tends to be pretty crass, not crass, pretty crude. Sure, crude, that's a good word. Um, and I said, then why do you care about his opinion? And he goes, well, he's like, he's a really loud kid and like other people here and what if they think it too? I said, so what? What matters is what you think. Which, first off, I sound like such a PSA. Like, it, it, like there are times when, like, kids get upset because someone else insults them. Like, for instance, one kid says, oh, he called me dumb. I said, are you? And they get taken, and they're like, no. And I said, then who cares what he says? Which, like, first off, it's such an objective, like, emotionless 
type of feeling but sometimes with kids you have to be like super extreme um because the whole coddling thing isn't going to make them feel any better it's just going to like soothe their wounds without actually healing them but like first off i guess uh, like fake it till you make it i guess or like practice what you preach i am so not the poster child for letting things slide off your back i mean like there are certain things like someone calls me stupid like i know i'm not a stupid person um but like if someone calls me needy or or manipulative like those are two things that i'm very self-conscious about and have actually worked on um like i know i can i i used to be at least um i like to think used to be uh both of those things um not all the time and not necessarily in a vindictive way and i don't want to say it subconsciously because it was i guess well the needy part wasn't on purpose but the manipulative part was kind of conscious like it was kind of an, i don't know if you could be unintentional well that's not true. you can be unintentionally manipulative but i was being intentionally manipulative um again never to like hurt anybody just because i was needy um but like if someone called me that now like that would really upset me it was like when we used in 12th grade we used to go to like all these class things and kids would sneak booze and I would find out about it, even if I wasn't part of it. And I'd be like, oh, you didn't, you know, share it with me? Like, kind of joking. And at one point, one of the kids I was friends with, not, like, best friends, but, like, he wasn't, like, the popular kids, but he was still, like, a nice guy. And he was like, dude, you do this every time. What do you mean? He goes, you always try to, like, get in on it. Like, if you want it so bad, just bring your own. And I walked away. I was, like, super embarrassed. And I thought about it for a minute. I was like, he's right. So, of course, I went back and made, like, a whole, like, dramatic thing. I was like... You know, thank you for saying what needed to be said. And you thought it might hurt me, which I doubt he was thinking about it. Like, oh, it needed to be said. I think he was just telling me to buzz off. Um, but like, it, it was true. Like at the next one, I took charge. I should have asked one of the kids, like, do you want to sweat a bottle? Like, I'm getting. Do you want to sweat it? It wasn't like, are you getting? It was, I'm getting. Do you want to split it with me? Like to take charge in that kind of sense. It was really like. Why can they and I can't? Like, why? I can, and there's no reason I shouldn't. If they're going to, then why can't I? Like, what's stopping me? So I did, and it worked. Like, it worked out pretty well. Um, so that's what I tried saying. Like, it was just struck me, because this kid's also, like, the youngest in his family, so he's probably used to being a little competitive. Well, not competitive, but, like, trying to live up to his brothers um so do i just tie it all back in um and he's probably also a little subconscious like he just got glasses he's in sixth grade like that's also like, terrible like junior high is not good for anybody um i've said it before and i said it again ages 12 to 14 are the worst age for kids not for them themselves but their behaviors at an all-time low like the bad kids are at their worst and the good kids are worse than they generally are like, 12 to 14 sucks. 12 to 14 is absolutely horrendous, just across the board. Um, but, yeah, no, like, this kid is, he sees things in black and white, so I just painted it for him in black and white. Like, if you don't care about this kid, why do you care about his opinions? Like, the only person who has to like it is you, type of thing. Um, 
I have a little bit of time left, so I'm going to briefly, briefly touch on Shavuos. This is very, very much just the Cliff Notes version. Um, basically, Shavuos is the commemoration of the time when we received the Torah from God at Mount Sinai. Um, it's exactly, uh, well, seven weeks, but really 50 days um, after, from the second day of Passover. Um you know, for the first 33, we don't shave, we don't listen to music. Like, I mentioned this um, in the last week's episode of Log Um Speaking of, by the Log episode, I was talking about the um, horrific accident that happened in Israel. Um, right now, Israel is at, currently at war with um, Palestine. I am not going to touch on that subject very much because I am not well-versed enough in it and I know that I have very strong implicit biases um, toward, like in favor of Israel. So I don't think I can give an objective answer without it being colored by my own biases. Even if it's a correct answer, even if it's objectively correct, it'll still be colored by my own biases. So I'm not going to touch on that. Um, I hope that the injuries and deaths on both sides stop. I don't think the loss of life on either side is ever anything to celebrate in any capacity. Um, I do think that there is some bias towards Jewish people, wherein that almost every other marginalized group gets the recognition and support that it rightfully deserves, but Jewish people, you hardly ever see that. Um, Again, that might just be my own bias popping out. But I saw it was these two Instagram posts by the same person where one was that transphobia is defined by the trans people who have to experience it. And the other was that Jews aren't the only ones who get to decide what's anti-Semitic. Or I might be paraphrasing a bit here, but that was kind of the sentiment. And it was just like, make it make sense. I fully agree with you that the discrimination should be determined by those who are being discriminated against. But that applies to Jewish people, too. You know, I'm sure, like, it's just ridiculous how we are a minority. We are an ethno-religious minority. We are an ethnic group and a religion. We are a minority in both accounts. There is no country, state, whatever, that has a principally Jewish population other than Israel. You know, where Israel borders lies and lie and Gaza and Palestine. It's a whole web of um, intricacies that are going back over 100 years that I am not well-versed enough to debate upon, nor am I objective enough to debate upon them. But I see where the Jewish people are coming from, maybe because I'm a Jew and that's why I'm biased. And the whole, like, ethnic cleansing and and forced eviction. Yeah, it's bad. I'm not going to say a but here, because there is no but here. Yes, it's bad, period. However, I didn't say but, I said however. I don't know. I should change the podcast. I don't know. Because there's so many things I don't know. Like, I don't want to not mention them, because I'd be, like, saying they didn't happen. I don't want to mention them because I don't know enough about them. I don't know.
I hope people just live. Don't die. Don't get hurt. Emotionally, mentally, physically, psychologically, spiritually. Nothing. I finished private practice. Just kind of sad. Um, yeah. Okay. Follow me on Instagram at Simcha underscore Klein, S-A-M-C-H-A underscore K-L-E-I-N. On Twitter at Samander underscore K, S-A-M-M-A-N-D-E-R underscore K. I will see you next week.